Hello, hello, hello Hi. to our loyal listeners. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, welcome back to And That, That On That. <laughs> A monthly podcast bringing you the inside scoop about the entertainment industry and more that no, no one, one asked, asked for. <laughs> But you know what? Here, Here we, we are. are. And uh, we're going to give it to you anyways. You're so going to get it anyway. Welcome back to your to your new favorite show. <laughs> I'm Haley Chapman. And I am Gavin Bailey. And and thank you for Thank you for on. being here. Yeah. We also want to say a big thank you because after last month's episode, we cracked the top 50 the podcasts. The top 50. We did it, guys. On the music interview charts on Apple Podcasts. And we are just stoked we're so stoked thank you so much to everybody who listened who subscribed started um, from the bottom now, now we're, we're here here. <laughs> here we are Yeah. again no one asked for this but here we are but, thank you guys for letting us do the show and for and for actually here. listening i want to take a brief moment to introduce our producer on the show today his name is binks he is my black cat and um if you hear any meowing it's him Come here, Binks. It's not us. You want to say hi? No. He's a very good boy. This is cat ASMR. Ready? Did meow? He's a good boy. Binks, everyone. He did so good. Serving Aww. vocals. Today. Serving whistle tone. <laughs> Whistle tone. <laughs> whistle, <laughs> whistle meows. If you do hear a meow, it's Binks. So. It's Binks. He's chilling that. with us today because, you know, he's a, a sick boy right now. He's got some sort of ear infection going on. and uh, It's know, really cute. It's, it's cute. really cute. His ear is huge. I've had to drain it a few times. More on that later. More, but more to come on that. <laughs> more to come. How many times do you think Binks is going to meow? 45. At least. If you hear Binks meow, take a take shot. A shot. <laughs> okay, so on this week's Elephant in the Room. We're starting a new segment. I think every week we need to have this segment. We've done it once before. We're going to do it again. And then we're going to do it again after that. It's called Elephant in the Room. <laughs> that was an elephant. That was... <laughs> We also have an elephant here. That was Binks. That was Binks. Uh, anyways. Anyways, so this on this week's segment of Elephant in the Room, we have gotten some comments that... Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Some people believe that Gavin and I are dating. Crazy. And... I mean, I'd believe it, but... I mean, it's just, we gotta clear it up. No. Never I've have, never... never will. We don't play for the same we don't... team. We know we do play for the same team. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we are not a couple, never have been, never will be. We, except we did make a pact to get married Get married if, at 30 if we're both still single, which very well might happen. I'm like really hoping that's not the case. But at this rate, <laughs> it's fine. It's not going well. So that brings us to this week's segment of... Pit, pit and peak. peak. <laughs> I'll kick off pit and peak. Kick this off week. pit and peak. So, I played in a fantasy football league this year. 
never have done it before, knew zero about fantasy football. And this year I did it with some friends. And on draft day, I went into it absolutely blind. I had no idea that you were supposed to pick like running backs and um, like defense. I don't know what no, any wait. of this means, but See, continue. I know nothing. Um, I didn't know that you were supposed to not pick a quarterback in the first round. And guess what I did? You didn't. I picked a quarterback in the first round. I picked Patrick Mahomes in the first round. And apparently everyone roasted me for it. Apparently I wasn't supposed to do that. I told my brother what I had done and he also <laughs> roasted me. You got scolded. So I was projected last place on draft day. Okay. They were like, Haley, not looking good. You know, you should have done your research. You're in last place. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. So yeah. at week after week, <laughs> I played. I switched out my people as best as I could. And guess what? What? I won the whole damn thing. Congratulations. I came out in first place after being projected to be very last place. And that, my friend, that's called determination. Yeah. That's called resilience. (laughs) That's called never giving up on your dreams. Absolutely. So for those of you thinking that this is going to turn into a sports podcast after last episode and now talking about fantasy football, don't worry fear not fear not it's just a just a quick tidbit (laughs) that's just my peak for the week because that was just it was last month but it's been a it's been a month since our last episode so i figured it would work um how are you guys feeling about this monthly podcast uh format i've gotten some feedback that people would like it to be more frequent and i keep reminding them that it will be (laughs) it will be it will be soon have patience (laughs) patience is a virtue it will be soon um and we're really excited for when it is but we will keep you guys posted on that but let's get to that uh pit okay the pit for this month you guys i'm gonna need you to buckle up and lock in for this because it's a wild ride she has a she has a bone to pick i'm passionate about this one this week so basically you know with covid and everything like haven't been dating like it's just kind of like it's weird right now. Right. So, but I finally magically, I'm such like, I'm not like a dating app person. Like I'm such like a meet naturally, like in person type of at a bar kind of. Yeah. Like I'm, I just like it to happen naturally and organically, you know, as everyone does. And so I kind of just was like going with the flow and I met this guy and we immediately like had sparks. It was like, you know, when you, blink and you've been talking to someone for like an hour just about life and like you're connecting on every level of like career and family (laughs) yeah and the the music we like the football teams we like like literally everything we are connecting on and I was like whoa this is so refreshing like this feels right and so it was like sparks flying and I, I just felt like this is a good one. And so I was excited about it. We did the most like millennial thing ever. We like followed each other on Instagram and so millennial. uh, Yeah. And instead of doing like number exchange, we followed each other on Instagram. And honestly, now that I'm talking about it, that kind of should have been a red flag. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've done that before. Like you're not ready to give your, your, personal number your details away instagram is kind of like the, the yeah middle it's like ground. a little starting point yeah. right so he followed me on instagram i followed him he like did the whole like like all your photos situation you know showing some interest and 
then after that, you know, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be the cool girl and just play hard to get. Like, he'll reach out. Like, I'm right. not going to reach out first, blah, blah, blah. And There's here we are. He's like the first. I know this is like, uh, I've heard guys say, like, don't even think of this as anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, when they like, when they watch your story first, like when they're the first one to watch all your stories. Um, so he has been. He's been the first one to like watch Personally, all of my stories. Here's my take on that. I think that when you follow somebody new, your story, their story is the yeah. first to pop up. Um, I think it is. It is. Every time like you follow somebody new, their stuff is going to pop up first because that's the newest person that you've interacted with. Right. So as me, as somebody who just looks at the first five stories on my Instagram and then I turn it off because I'm over it. That's kind of like I could see why, like if I'm looking at somebody's story first after they posted it for 20 seconds ago and I didn't I didn't mean to look at it right then. Totally. And it just comes up next. They just fly through. But I can see how you would. Well, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, cool. But it shows that he's like, you know, watching and he's there. And I'm like, okay, well, like he probably would have reached out by now. I would like your feedback on this. listeners. So like. The thing, the thing I live by is like, if he wanted to, he would, and if he wanted to, he would. He would, and if he if wanted, he wanted to, to, he would. would. So I don't think anything of that, but it's also like, oh, okay, he's there, he's watching. Like, it's you know, I thought, <laughs> I thought something would have happened by now, and then Valentine's Day goes by, and I'm just reminded, like. Okay, if he wanted to, he would. And he would. And I'm a little butthurt about it, honestly. You're allowed to be. I'm just it's like, been, you know, I give up. If <laughs> I feel like I was just like ghosted <laughs> on well, Valentine's Day, but you know what? It is what it is. And if you guys are in this boat, if you've been through this before, I'm being like, I'm being bent out of shape about it. But you are. But like, <laughs> I'll get over it, but that's just my pit. Like, that's just like. That was a perfect pit uh, for this week. And I'm so sorry that you went through that for this month. Sorry. It's okay. Because do you know why? Why? If he wanted to. He he would. would. Say it with me, everyone. That's what you got to remind yourself. So if you're feeling a little, a little, you know, scorned, was that what it is? Scorned? If you're feeling a little, you know, hurt. Hang in there. Or you're, or you're down a little bit about that. You know, I'm right there with you. Right there it. with you. Hang in there and feel free to, to reach out if you're if you're on my page, you know? Yeah. Our DMs are always open. I, we don't necessarily have the best advice, but <laughs> But we, we could can be help. ghosted together. Yeah. We exactly. could just be in it together. So I'm slightly bitter this Valentine's Day, but well, it is what it is. It's been a few weeks. I hope that you'll eventually be able to cool off. You know, I will. I will. It's okay. Honestly, Valentine's Day is a hallmark holiday. It's not real. I've never been a fan of Valentine's Day. The only time I liked it was growing up and getting to do like, you know, like getting the, like little the gifts candy from things your parents. <laughs> for in class, like you'd make those little oh boxes God, yeah. and people would go around and give you Valentine's. Simpler that times. That was a simple time. I would go back to that time. Yeah, I'd love, to go, I'd love to go back to that. But my mom used to make these like little heart shaped pancakes oh my God, and like, put so pink food coloring in it, went all 
you know, I over did the top. get a card from my from my parents this year. That's sweet. So at least I had that as yeah. my Valentine. That's nice. Valentine's Day is overrated, but watch when we're in relationships, we're gonna we're be gonna like, love we it. love Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, that brings us to my pit and peak. What is your pit and peak? I don't week? know. I mean, there's so much that happens. I feel like in a month's time, so totally. I just gotta like think about what is most pulling on my heart today. <laughs> what's weighing heavy on your what's heart? weighing heavy um well i'd say probably let's start with my peak i think my peak just being able to one obviously this is a shared peak for both of us you know getting in the top 50 charts on you know podcasts for apple pretty crazy only having two episodes out so thank you so much for that it would not be possible without our loyal listeners. It was a lovely, lovely thing to wake up lovely to. Lovely surprise. Yes. On um, a Monday morning. Yes. Monday morning, rain was falling. That's Sunday morning. Right. But it was Monday morning. Is Anyways, so <laughs> um, <laughs> my peak is just music is starting to happen again for me, which it's been on hold for... 11 months i haven't played a show since february 8th 2020 um that sucked but you know what it's been a really lovely year of learning and growing and i wouldn't have changed it for the world however i'm ready for things to start again but yeah my point is things are moving my album is actually being made songs are being recorded um, this has been three years in the making, so very exciting stuff. Exciting I have a song stuff. coming out with a uh, pretty big artist this summer that I can't talk about yet, and I don't want to jinx it, so we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, good things are coming. Um, my pit, <laughs> let's see, many pits. I'd say probably I'm just now kind of being affected by the isolation portion yeah. of covid i was pretty okay with like being by myself for a while um but for some reason it's just kind of now hitting me and it's getting a bit lonely right i won't lie i'm right there with you it's I finally starting lie. to hit me that like it's been a year and life is starting to go back to normal but it'll yeah. get to you it's definitely getting to me a bit but like at the same time things are kind of starting to open up and like things are kind of happening um at least in my career and whatever that I've been waiting a really long time for so that give gives me some hope and positivity but yeah, yeah I'd say that is definitely a pit but um yeah also just uh my poor cat has been sick for the last I feel like since I rescued him yeah he's had some health issues he's had some health issues maybe it's karma for me growing up with so many health issues now I have to take care of this cat but you know what life goes on (laughs) it throws you curveballs and you just have to roll with the punches that's what we're doing you're you know what my favorite saying is what's your favorite saying this is I probably shouldn't like tell myself this as much as I do but fake it till you make it you know that's all we're doing absolutely that's all we're doing when like I graduated college and was like trying to be an adult i was Did just you go like to college <laughs> did you go to belmont what's belmont <laughs> i've never heard of that before 
Um, yeah, you just fake it till you make it. Fake it till you get there. Strive to just be average. <laughs> and you'll get yeah. there. You really will. Your timing is your timing. I found that on, on Instagram the other day and it made me think about things. Well, so we have a pretty incredible show for you today. We've got a guest that is zooming in all the way from Copenhagen just to chat with us today. You guys are in for a treat. She is a very successful singer and songwriter based out of Denmark as well as Sweden. She was born and raised there and she's been absolutely killing it in the music industry right now. And we've actually wanted to have her on the show since we like started. For sure. She was definitely somebody that I had in mind that I wanted to interview when we got to uh, that point of um, of the process of this podcast and we finally got to do it and we're so excited to to bring her on and get to talk about you know her experience in the music industry she's only 21 and she's been doing this since she was 18 she signed to Universal and um, she's got some stories to tell so we're very excited to have her on help us introduce our next guest please welcome. Sphia. Welcome, Sphia. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and joining us. I know there's a big time difference, so... Yes. Thank you for making time for Thank us. You. We are so excited to have you. We've been um, wanting you to be a guest since we started this. We we definitely had you in mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. Thank you so, so much for having me here. Yes, of thank course. you so much for coming on. I um I miss you so much. It's been a minute since I've seen you. We just said it was like 2018 since uh, the last time I saw you, which is crazy to think about. I feel like, well, 2020 didn't even happen. Yeah, like what is time <laughs> anymore? There's no but, sense of time. Um, <laughs> The last year has flown by. But honestly, it's been so, so great to just see your career just blow up from the time that I met you to now and all of the amazing songs you've put out and all the videos you've put out. I'm like, I'm just obsessed with your artist project, your videos, everything. Ditto. Just, it's amazing. Thank you. I'm getting so, so happy. <laughs> like you've grown so much and you're only 21. Yeah. Jesus I was Christ. absolutely shocked <laughs> when I found out how Angered. young you were. <laughs> Well, I I looked it up a while ago because we were listening to one of those songs you put out. I think it was Pity Party. I think it yeah. was. But mm-hmm. um, and then I looked it up and I was like, there's no way she's only 21. Your catalog <laughs> of music that you've put out is so, so impressive. And we're big, big fans. We're big fans. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm getting so, so happy. Thank you, guys. It makes me really, really happy. Of course. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we let's just start by first. How are you? How is how is living in Copenhagen right now? Obviously, I'm sure you've seen America and how we've been handling this virus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how is life over there right now? It's um, I mean, I live 50 percent in Copenhagen and 50 percent in Stockholm right now. And uh, I okay. feel like. It's very different since both Copenhagen or Denmark and Sweden has handled the Corona situation very differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweden, mm-hmm. like all the shops are still open. We don't need to wear any masks, which is wow. pretty Australia. crazy. Like that's, uh, so, that's yeah. the only other place I've seen that's been like maskless. But 
think Western Australia has zero yeah. community spread. I, we have no idea what that's like because it's, no. it's been crazy over here. I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Like, it's it looks like it's been really, really crazy for you guys. But um, yeah, we're just hanging on, trying to wait until it gets better. But yeah, hopefully that's soon. Yeah, I hope so. Well, how did your guys' relationship form? Let's let everyone know how you yeah. guys know each other. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do a little background. I went out to Copenhagen in 2018 um, during like Thanksgiving time, November, December. Um, and we it was a songwriting camp and there was a couple people uh, on the on the camp that we were there to to write for Sophia being one of them. My first I one thing I don't do actually before sessions and maybe I should is like listen to the artists I'm writing for's music because I like to be kind of inspired in the moment rather like than open-minded. like open-minded. Yeah, rather yeah. than like overthink what I'm about to do if that makes sense. Like try and match that <laughs> sound, just kind of do it more creatively. Yeah. Um but when I met you for the first time and we were in that session for the first time, I was just so blown away. I think the first song that I was shown was Selfish and was just like what the fuck? <laughs> like it's too <laughs> it's good. Like, who is this girl? <laughs> like I was so excited from that moment. I was like so pumped to write and just to like make something really great. And I mean, just to hear, you know, of course the songs that you made at that camp, the songs that you've made from then to now. It's just like I've never seen somebody grow so much that like didn't even need <laughs> growth. <laughs> like I don't know. It's it's been. It's been so great to watch, but I, um, thank you. Yeah, of course. I've, I listened to, um, also Aftermath wrote at that camp, right? If I'm not, not mm, mistaken. Exactly. So I knew it. I was like, that song is so familiar. Where did I hear this song? And I was going through my Snapchat <laughs> memories and there was a video of you and a few people in the studio and that song was playing. And I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. It was bothering me. I couldn't figure out where I knew that song from. Um, yeah. but I love that song. I love all the songs you've put out. Um, yes, you're doing, you're killing it. We're Thank just hyping you. you up right now is basically yeah, what we're trying to do. I really feel the hype. Like, I really need it. So I'm <laughs> very thankful for the hype. Of course. Uh, what are you working on right now? Like, you you just put out, is it EP? Mm-hmm. It was Pity Party? Exactly. was so great. So many, so many uh, incredible songs on there. Every single one is a bop. Yeah. I... I really, really connected with the song I'll Get Better. The second you put it out with the, you put out a long Instagram post kind of explaining, kind of like, Mm -hmm. it's like a body image sort of confidence song, you know, and I think all women and men, we can all relate to feeling not confident and not, you know, a little insecure in our body and everything like that. So that song really, really spoke to me and I, I listened to it all the time your vocals on that song are insane and most of your songs you're honestly one of the uh, best vocalists i've i've ever heard <laughs> another oh. we're just hyping you up just to start yeah. but like even live like, I feel like my tears are, are about to come like. <laughs> but genuinely i remember like because Haley and i have been best friends for so many years and i send her pretty much everything that i work on or like 
who I'm meeting up with to write or whatever. That's how like we find new music together. Mm -hmm. And so I just remember sending her like uh, selfish. Selfish was the first was one. Was the I first heard. one when I was in Denmark, and um, I was like, "You're gonna be." Just a forewarning, like you're gonna be upset. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. And I listened to it, and then I went to complicated, and I went to all these other songs that you have. And now every single time that you put out a new song, me and Gavin are like, she did it again. She's done it again. It's so oh good. My God, the pressure is on. <laughs> no, no, no. But how did you get to to where you're at right now? Like at 21. At 21 with a million monthly listeners on Spotify and almost 63 million streams on Spotify. As a 21-year-old artist, how how did you get there? What's your journey been like to get to where you are now? I mean, I actually started off posting covers on YouTube when I was about 11, 12. And uh, I guess that was when I like started finding my own voice and um just realized that I love singing and would love to do something with music when I uh, when I grow up. Uh, but then I went to different music schools and I stopped with all the covers. Um, and then I I got signed when I was when I turned 18. And I hadn't written any songs before then. So wow. I actually started writing after I got signed. <laughs> Wait, I actually remember that now. That just triggered a memory in the back of my brain, having a conversation about that. That's insane yeah. to me. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was really crazy because I, I remember that I tried writing songs when I was younger and I just didn't have it in me, I thought. Like, I really tried, but everything just sounded... <laughs> I can't explain it, but it really didn't sound good. So then I, my manager kind of told me that I should try to write songs and I was like be prepared it's gonna sound like shit <laughs> <laughs> and then I went into the studio and I realized that oh shit I can write it with other people I don't have yeah, to do exactly. it all by myself yeah exactly and it is like I think it's one of the fun funniest things like I I love writing music I think it's such a fun thing to do so then I just started writing and I think when we met I had only written for like half no, a little more than half a year, almost a year or something. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> and, yeah. It sounds like it kind of came natural to you. Yeah, I guess so. Like it, it was something that like when I started, I just knew that, okay, now I want to have sessions every day yeah. so yeah. I can like learn how to write songs basically. And that was what I did. So I, I booked sessions like almost every day and just try to learn from different people, try to take like inspiration from, okay, so they first listen to songs before or they just listen to something in the room or they take something from Pinterest or, you know, just taking different <laughs> inspiration from different people. Mm -hmm. And then I just guess I found my own way of writing. That's so cool. How did you go from, I guess posting those covers on YouTube to getting a record deal yeah. with Universal? Like, what was that process like? And was there, a, was there a moment where you're like, okay, I'm ready to start writing music? Or did you think that going into this record deal would be done for you? Or where, where was your mind at at that time? I mean, I don't think I had 
any like I didn't know that much about the music industry, obviously, because it's very complex and yeah. no one knows what it is before they just go for it. Uh, but I got my record deal. So I actually it's very like, OK, let me see if I can explain this in an no, easy go for way. It. <laughs> but I posted these covers and my best friend's mom saw them when I was around 12, 13. Then I removed uh, the covers, but she sent them to her friend at work whose uh, brother is a producer. So he heard the songs and he was like, shit, she has a good voice, but she's pretty young. Obviously, mm-hmm. I was like 13. So I removed the covers because I started a new school and I thought it was a little embarrassing. I don't know why. <laughs> and then, And then he called me when I was... 17 i think and asked me if i wanted to be in a commercial like just sing a swedish song for a commercial and i was like sure that sounds super fun so we met in the studio and i showed him some videos of me singing at different like yes just different shows in school and he was like shit your voice has really changed and then he asked me to send those videos to him i was like sure and then he, he called me the day after, said that I didn't fit for the project because uh, they needed like a really young voice. And my voice was more deep than they thought. But then he said, but I would love if you would come for a meeting because there's someone I want you to meet. And then I came to the studio like a few days later and this other guy came in and he worked at Universal. He was an a there. And apparently he had heard my demos when I was 13. So he still oh, wow. remembered me from them. Wow. And then we just sat down, talked about life. And at that point, I didn't like music was not something I knew that I wanted to do. Like, I've always loved music, but I just, for me, like, I, I just don't think I realized how, like, how can I work with music professionally? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just couldn't imagine. How can you it. actually make it happen as as a f- job? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think like everyone else that's not in the music industry. I thought that okay, I get signed and then things will happen. Like right. But then I got it's signed and mindset. I realized. Yeah, <laughs> and then I realized okay, so it's actually me that has to work. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard work. <laughs> yeah, it's super hard work. And uh, then I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go for it. Why not? do it now because I I won't get any more chances like this in my life. Exactly. That's kind of what we talked about on our last episode actually was how, um, you, you know, you get your record deal, you sign your contract, everyone thinks, oh, you made it like you're in, you're good to go. But that's when the real work actually starts. And that's where building a, a brand comes in. That's where, you know, building your social media following. And like you said, starting, starting songwriting and realizing yeah. what your strengths are and, discovering yourself as an artist as well exactly a huge part of that yeah creating it as your job means working really really hard and you are especially one who's worked incredibly hard and came out on the other side and started when you were so so young and now developed your entire career was it was it harder you know breaking in at such a young age or are you kind of glad that you you got a you know early head start Mm -hmm. i mean I I don't think like I don't think I'm very young myself. I don't know why. Like yes, I am only 
I'm only 21 years old, but I feel so much older in my head. Yeah. It's like, I really feel like an old lady sometimes. Me too. Yeah. You have an old soul. <laughs> like I started knitting. I mean. <laughs> I love that so much. Come on. <laughs> it's like, I'm really an old soul. So I don't know. I've always been very, I've always been like very good in school. I've always had extra jobs. I've always been like working a lot since I was very young. So it wasn't like a hard step for me to start to just put all my energy into one thing. It was actually kind of nice to be like, okay, now I have something to just put all my energy into. Right. But, um, I mean, I guess like I am, I am pretty young still, and I'm just really happy that I found my people, like good people that I could work with from the start. I mean, yeah. my manager was one of the first people I started working with. And she's like, she's like my best friend, a big sister to me. She's for real, the best person I've ever met. And I'm just so happy I got her and my whole team that really believes in me and are in it for the long run. So I feel like, yeah. okay, I can actually find myself and find my own place in the music industry and not have to like, okay, I have to make a hit or I have to do this and that because that's what they want me to do. Right. right. It it seems almost effortless for you in a way. Like you're so connected with your music and it's um, every song that you put out has been so incredible or moving in some way and like has a hit aspect to almost every song that you put out. And I think like we are our own worst critic creating songs. So like, I understand the creation process and like getting in your head about it, but it's so great to watch you put out these songs because there's so much confidence in everything you do. And that's a huge inspiration for a lot of people, myself included. So I just wanted to say that as well. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I guess that like I've been through a lot since like when I was younger and I had many years of just like trying to figure out myself and and I think that made me just when I started with music it came pretty fast like kind of the vibe I wanted to do like I mean I still feel like I can change my of course like, yeah. yeah but I just felt like okay since I started like I don't know, working on myself when I was, I don't know, maybe 12 or something. I just feel like I know myself pretty well and what I want to do. So I'm, I don't know what I want to say with that. I just feel like I, you know, all of that shit I went through when I was younger kind of made me. It pushed you yeah, into, exactly. into where you're at. Yeah, completely get that. No, I felt, I've always felt very drawn to you from like when I met you because you do have such an old soul and like I not to like say talk about me but <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I do as well and like I you know I've also been through a lot and it's always nice to meet someone that's like just real knows real you know exactly yeah and even though like all of your songs mostly you know pop oriented and they have they have upbeat you know, most of them are upbeat. And then you also release some songs that are ballady and more, you know, slow and, and more deep. And one thing about your your repertoire <laughs> is that each song, like each project you release is different. Yes, it, it 
it all sounds different, but it all kind of comes from like the same thread. Like I, I really admire how you can change it up, but the, but it's still Sphia. You know what I mean? And a lot of your, that's why listening to every song that you put out, you never know like what you're going to get because it's just so like, it's exciting. It's upbeat, but I'm always <laughs> so excited when you put out new music, but have you, you know, tried to, tried to go after that kind of sound, like switching it up and, you know, covering different topics. I mean, you do have a similar, you know, you have your specific Sphia sound, but you also cover a lot of different topics. Is that something that's important to you being, you know, a well-rounded artist that has, you know, different meanings for different songs? I mean, I've always admired like artists that can do basically whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something I felt from the start. Like, okay, I want to be able to do it. But I guess, like, I'm not that type of person that just like, okay, so I've written these 10 songs and they're going to come this year. Like, I love planning. But when it comes to my songs, I just know in the studio, I, I just know when I know. You mm-hmm. get me? Right. So it's like, okay, so this lyric is something that, that is me right now. Mm-hmm. And the sound just makes me feel some type of it, some type of way. If that is like, just that I want to dance around in my apartment alone, or if it's me yeah. crying, like, you know, I have like different stories for every song, like a specific story that I can just remember, like, okay, so let's say Stranger I put out. I just remember going from, I took a night train from Copenhagen to Stockholm at that time. And I was sleeping and I couldn't sleep. So I just listened to that song on repeat for like eight hours. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is crazy. But it was just what I felt at that moment. So I was just crying with like two people sleeping under me. Because <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> you know. So, and then at that at that point, I was like, okay, I know this is a song I want to put out. And I feel like I'm just very up for anything in the studio. Like I love experimenting and that's why I love writing with different people because it's fun to be like, okay, so you do more soul or you do more, I don't know, R&B or whatever. And then take that in together with like me, my voice and my sound and just see what happens. I just think it's so cool. Right. Because you can like, yeah. Is there a specific project that you would say you're most proud of up to date? Uh, I, you mean like I'm, I'm the, I'm most proud of my latest EP, mm-hmm. Pity Party. I would say, yeah, it's, it's really great. something. Like, usually, when I release songs, I'm always like a little bit nervous, of course, and I'm of like, course. okay, how is people gonna react to this? Because, like you say, it's usually very a bit different to what I've done mm-hmm. before. So I'm always like, okay, how are people gonna react to this type of song? Uh, but Pity Party, I was just like, when I released it, I was I was just really, really proud of myself because I know how, how hard I've worked for it. And I just love every single song on that on that EP. So I have to say that. Absolutely. I love that one so much. Yeah, it was great to hear another side of you on that on that record. Do you, you. think like obviously you're doing so well? in your career right now but like there's always room to to grow and to expand and become you know a bigger part of yourself do you ever see yourself expanding into the states i don't know what my question is really i guess like obviously you want to come to the u.s but like basically we want you over here right now <laughs> 
like on, we yeah. want you on the radio in the US. Yeah. That would be great. It's more of a selfish question. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is my biggest dream. I actually, I really don't want to be stuck in in Sweden or in like, I, I mean, I love Europe. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't want, don't want to be stuck in Europe, but just don't want to be stuck in Sweden because it's very specific. And I don't think you will. Be. I just want to, <laughs> I really hope so. But like the minute that you guys are opening up again, I'm just yeah. going to be on the next flight. Absolutely. I'm so ready. And I would love to like come and live for half a year or something and just please do move around. Absolutely. Well, let's switch houses because we want to come and live in Denmark for six months and then you can come here for six months. Yes. And you're always welcome. Like we have this uh, guest room that I'm sitting in right now. You can always come and sleep here when you're here. Oh, just chilling and work. We might have to do that. I have to take you up on that. Yeah. We really want to come out there yeah. soon. I've been meaning to come out there like this whole pandemic, but obviously travel restrictions and whatnot mm -hmm. but i should be coming out in july i'm actually going to be um playing tim shoes festival so that's going to be really fun <laughs> i'm really hoping so it will be amazing then we need yes. to have a wine night of course yeah and i might course. have to tag along for that one. i would love that <laughs> yes Let's definitely You're hang out so welcome definitely right it's gonna be awesome Speaking of collaborations, one of my favorite songs from you is Complicated with Alexander Oscar. How did that come about? Do you work with him frequently? Uh, we are, today we're really good friends. Mm -hmm. So we do work a lot. Um, but we had never met each other before that song. Uh, so mm -hmm. he, that the producer that produces songs called Anson. And I work a lot with Anson in Sweden. He's like my main producer there. And uh, he called me like a few days before the session and asked me if I could join a session with some Danish artist called Alexander Oscar because they needed like the single for the album that he was going to release. And I was like, sure, that sounds so fun. So I came to the studio and they were super hungover. So I was like, okay, <laughs> it's just gonna, you know, we'll just make the best out of it. And uh, we started writing the song and then in like, it actually went, I think it's the fastest song we've ever written. Cause we were just like, let's go. So we wrote the wow. song in like two hours or something. And it was for Alex only in the beginning. And then at the end of the session, he was like, I really think this song could work as a duet. Do do could you like maybe put in some vocals? And I was like, sure. So we rewrote the second verse and I put in some vocals. And then the next day, his manager talked to my manager. And we just decided that, okay, we have to release this together because it's so awesome. such a good song. Yeah, it really so is. It was, uh, yeah, it just was, wasn't planned at all. But I'm really happy that we did it because it's yeah, also I mean, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, That's one of my favorites yeah. as well seems like it went absolutely bananas over there and i feel like i even yeah. heard it over here at one point <laughs> like just playing <laughs> that's amazing um i did want to ask you who are your biggest musical influences since you did start singing young like what are some of the covers that you posted that kind of influenced who you are as an artist today i mean i've always been a really big uh, rihanna fan mm-hmm 
I think just I can see that. I know I can hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think every like everything about her is just so amazing. And I think yeah. she's so 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 cool. I'm dying for Rihanna to put more music out too. We're all waiting for bad gal Riri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when is she coming out with new music? We've been for waiting real. for that album for a long, long time. time. So long. <laughs> it's gonna be so good when it finally comes out though. Um, what is I guess I mean you've been in the music industry for not a super long time but long enough to learn that it's you know it's something Um, (laughs) what's like the number (laughs) one thing I guess that you've learned that I guess you would tell yourself you know what would you tell a younger Sphia kind of what you know now I mean I've always been very I don't know I guess everyone feel that once in a while that they care a lot about what other people think mm-hmm. and it's really something I've learned the last like two years to really stop caring about what like anyone thinks about me because as long as I feel like okay my music I'm proud of my music and I think I sound good or I think I look good in that picture or whatever you know, that's the only thing that matters. Absolutely. So I guess um, I just would have told myself earlier that, like, just do your thing. Don't care about what anyone else is going to think. Because, yeah, it's very, like, basic, but it's really something yeah. I I think I would have told myself. I, no, I, I totally feel that. I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I feel like that that never really gets easier. You kind of have to push yourself to, especially when you're becoming an artist and you're in the public eye, you know, social media yeah. and everything. It's, it's intimidating sometimes. It's, it's a yeah. little scary, especially when you're an artist, you know, we're sensitive about the stuff we put out and mm. it's, it's tough to growing up though. I feel like you, you know, you gain a little confidence, but there's always that, that those things you need to remind yourself, like, it only matters what I think. And it, it yeah. wasting your time on, you know, what other people think, it's not going to get you anywhere. So, <laughs> yeah. And um, also, like, I guess it's so easy to compare yourself to other artists, mm-hmm, even right. if, like, because it is in some way, like, some few spots to fill. And totally. there's a lot of people that's, like, really good at singing and writing music. So I think that's also something I would give myself a heads up about earlier to be like, okay, really try to focus on your own thing and don't like compare yourself to others. Totally. I'm learning that more and more. Like there really is only one you as cliche as that is, but like, it's, you know, like I can't think of any other artist that reminds me of you, you know, like you're very mm-hmm. unique and, and you have your own sound. Like, at least off the top of my head, I'm sure there's a lot of influences in there, but like, you know, you have really created such a, a unique sound for yourself. So you're, you're listening to your own advice. So yeah, thank you. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. It's interesting. You say that because our last guest, um, my brother who plays professional baseball, he said the pretty much the same thing that if you're not going to, you know, work for it and go for it, there's a hundred people online that will take your spot and want to do what you're doing. So it's, it's getting out of your head and not, and it's, you know, being in the moment and not 
worrying about too much about the future or the past. It's really reminding yourself to stay in the moment. And that goes for every, you know, every job, every sector of the entertainment industry, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, appreciate where you are or you'll never be in the moment. And as, as you know, cliche as it sounds, I'm it's learning, it's intensely, it's hard to do that at whatever yeah, level you're it's, at. It's really, really hard to just be like, to just go for it. But I think that's really something you learn that you just have to work super hard and just like take every chance you get. Mm-hmm. But at the same tra- time, try to find that balance in your life where you're not working too much. Mm-hmm. Like that, I feel Definitely. like that's also a really hard thing, especially like personally for me, I've had a really hard time not to work too much and like, you know, trying to balance my life up with like being with my family and friends and at the same time trying to, you know, work as much as I can. Absolutely. And uh, that's actually something I've learned. This like 2020 has mm-hmm. really taught me to chill <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> yeah, same. Honestly, same. I don't think I've ever spent this much time like just not doing a whole lot and uh, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm all right with it. Yes, I've become more of an introvert, but I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, I don't have to talk to everyone right. at the club when I go out next time. It's fine. Right. I can hang with my friends, you know. Exactly. Like, wow. I, I can't wait to, like, come out there and have some real socialization in my life. Yeah. <laughs> because right now... America sucks. And I hope that shows and concerts open back up because I would love to come over there to um, Copenhagen and go to one of the festivals out there. They look amazing. So what's been your favorite performance that that you've done? I have to say it's actually a show I did in 2019. And it was my first headline. Uh, it was at a festival, and it was my first like show alone in Denmark. I had only played in Sweden before that. Was that and, the one at Tivoli, or am I making that up? No, I, I played at Tivoli. Okay, <laughs> but I didn't play there alone. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, so I played at this festival uh, at a small island called Bornholm. And it's right under Sweden, but it's Danish. So I was there and oh, it took cool. like 10 hours to drive there with my band. No way. And we, oh wow. my yeah, God. It was crazy. Like that just car ride was awful and we were so tired. And we came there and we didn't get like the best backstage area. Like it was just, everything was just going shit before, <laughs> you know. I hear that. And <laughs> I understand. Yeah, and we were like, okay, can we get some, like, Red Bull? And the only thing they had was, like, two body, like, beer, obviously, it's Denmark, and, like, <laughs> Red Bull with vodka. I was like, can't I just oh. get, like, a Red Bull? <laughs> yeah. No alcohol, please. I don't want to be, like, super drunk on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so everything, like, up until the show was just like, okay, let's just have fun. And I went up on the stage, and... The first like 20 seconds, it was like two people in front of the stage and I had a really good slot and I was just like, okay, what am I supposed to do? This is going to be shit. Yeah. And then throughout the first song, it just got packed. 
Like it was totally packed in front of the stage and people sang like to all my songs from like my oh EP. My That's, like, wow. And I was in shock. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like why? Was that like the first moment songs? where you were like, holy shit, like this yeah. is my like, life. Like people know my songs. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my family and my friends sending the audience. <laughs> I love it. It's like exactly. people I don't know. So that's why I think that's my favorite show. Because I just got so shocked and really like overwhelmed. Uh, but yeah, it was really, really amazing, that show. I love that. That's so awesome. Yeah, that must have been a great feeling. Yeah, Like everything paid off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That 10-hour... Yeah, a ten-hour drive. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't imagine driving back from that. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Ew. Yikes. Well, we really hope to hear some new music coming out from you. We'll we'll be keeping our eyes out. We're excited. Our eyes and ears yep. are peeled for more music from you. Where do you want to go from here? Like, where do you see yourself in? You know, I always like asking this question. Like, where do you like? see yourself in in five years i mean my dream is to be able to play live all over the world Mm because that's my favorite thing to do like i love playing live hopefully with a big band and dancers and just like (laughs) it'll happen Uh, you heard it here folks i hope so but uh that's i mean that's my dream I really don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I don't know how long, you know, Corona is going to be here for like, we, we right. don't know anything. Yet. Yeah. So, but I just hope that I will get to travel a lot because I don't want to be stuck in Sweden or in Denmark. Like totally. I love traveling right. and, you know, just being able to ride with amazing people and uh, play live. Absolutely. Yep. Same here. I can't wait to travel again. <laughs> I know. It's going to be yeah. so interesting to listen back to these podcasts in a few years and think like, oh, my God, what was life like back then? Hopefully it's going to change and be better and we'll all be yeah. in a good spot again. But for now, you know, we're just hunkering, hunkering down. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I don't even know if anyone is going to talk about 2020 or 2021. No. It just feels like two years is just going to disappear. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Like, it's in, it's insane. No one wants to talk about it. We all just wanted to go away no. and disappear. And like, that's, you know, it, it happened. And yeah. we're moving on. <laughs> moving on, moving forward. And we're going to manifest that we're going to better things. See you in Copenhagen soon. <laughs> yeah, sooner rather than later, hopefully. I'm yes, ready. Yes, for I'm sure. Ready. But we'll keep you. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, yeah. all goes well. But thank you so much for yeah. being on the show, and um, we got to talk about some very interesting things. It's Is there been anything you want to close out. Yeah, on? anything any, you want to like, add or any advice to the to the young no, people I listening? Think... <laughs> <laughs> An advice <laughs> and. Wash your hands, guys. <laughs> yes, wash your hands, wear a mask. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I second that 100%. But, uh, thank you so, so much for having me, guys. This was super, super nice. For Absolutely. real. Of course. I thank you for joining for, us. I can't wait for new music. We're going to be please. dancing. We'll be dancing together in Copenhagen in no time. Before you know it. <laughs> yes. Like, the minute you guys, for real, come over here or Stockholm yeah. 
Yes. Yes. Same I've never been to either. Oh my god. Yeah. I will show you around. I can't wait. Like for real. We're gonna we're gonna drink wine. We're gonna like yeah. It's all set. When you guys come, we're gonna Let's have such a good it. time. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I can't will. wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. And that's our show today. Thank you again to Sphia for joining us. We had so much Big fun chatting you. with you. Yes. And thank you everyone for listening. And before we go, we wanted to give you guys a little heads up for our next episode. We actually will not be having a guest on. It's going to be a little different. It's just going to be Gavin and I. Uh, it's just a little chatting. like get to know us a little better. We're actually going to be interviewing each other Indeed. with questions that neither of us know so basically we're gonna need you guys to send in some questions for us as well so keep an eye out on both of our instagrams we're gonna put up a little question box and you guys can send in your questions and we're gonna answer them on the next episode it's gonna be very exciting i'm looking forward to that so you guys will get to know gavin and Haley a little better just a little bit better also if you guys have any ideas any feedback any topic ideas segment ideas send them our way or we- any guests you want to see on the True. show yeah or if you want to be a guest on the show <laughs> head over to our website and that's that pod.com there's a little section where you can fill out a contact form and that'll be sent directly to us um and yeah don't forget to follow us on instagram at and that's that pod as well as our personal instagram i'm at hills chaps and mine is at gavin bailey with a y And we will see you all next month. See you next month. Thanks again. Bye, guys. Bye.